0: TheYeshiva.net. I asked Reb Isaac to copy. You did it. You, you did it. To copy two short Maimarim <coughs> from the Balaylula from the Balatanya. They come from a sefer called Maimare Admur Hazaken Haktsarim, which means the brief, the short, the concise discourses of the Alter of Admur Hazaken the Balatanya truth is, they're short in quantity, but each one can be learned for a few days or a few weeks. But uh, I didn't know if we'll be able to do both. They're both short, but I thought maybe we'll be able to do both. We'll see. So you have the copies. We'll start with the first one. I'm not gonna so much be I'm not gonna stop and focus on each letter and each line, each word, even though you could, but more to be toif as the a little bit of the air, the light, the energy that the Bala or the Balatanya is conveying here in this maimon. Now it's interesting. Bakal and Chabad they weren't very into Shaivivim. But there's one maimon of the Balatanya about Shaivivim. <laughs> That's one maimon. And uh, this is it. And even in this Indian you see a certain approach that I thought is very apropos for many of us in, in life. So he starts off... Wow, in, what, what, what's shavivim. Shovevim is an acronym of Shmois vaera. If you look at the word on top, you see According to the Kabbalah, according to the Kabbalists, these weeks are conducive to repair all blemishes that are connected to the bris on every level. As he starts off, It's weeks that are conducive to repair all blemishes that are connected to the place and the areas of the bris in every person's life. The minig by many mukabalim and by many chsidim and by many yidim is that they fast during these weeks. During shmoys through they fast. Some people are up at night. They say special tfillas. They learn special things. So it's in, in certain kahilas, it's a whole Shayuvim uh, is a whole matzav. It's a whole situation. The Beihetiv brings it in I mean it comes from from big people. So the Balatany is gonna give his perspective on this concept. So he says so he changes the subject. It starts off Parsha Shmois The question is why does it start Shmois What's the connection? What happens is in Pasha Shmois, Hashem sends Moshe by the burning bush. He sends Moshe by the burning bush to go to the Jewish people. So Moshe says, they're going to ask me, when I come to the Jewish people, they're going to ask me, Mashmoy, what's his name? You, you say, <coughs> I'm going to come and say that Hashem sent me to you. So they say, Mashmoy, what's his name? Moshmoy, what should I say to them? So Hashem says, tell them, Eya asher I will be who I will be, tell them that Eye, Eke, the one who I will be sent, sent me to you. <coughs> that's what that's what, Moshe, that's what Hashem tells Moshe. So the Balatanya says, doesn't understand. Moshe Rabbeinu is coming and he's telling them that Hashem Nire that God appeared to me. They're going to want to simmon. They're going to want to believe it. Everybody anybody can come and say <laughs> people have done it, right? That God appeared to them, that God communicated to them. He's going to say Hashem Nire line. So these are going to want—they're going to want to have a simon. How do we know it's you? So, uh, so Hashem says—that's what it means. What's his name? Not Stam. What's his name? Uh, how do you know it's his name? They want to have a simon. So, what is he going to say? The word hey, Aya, yeah, I will be. How does that answer the question? And also, why didn't he say the main name yutke Vofke, Mashmoy, What's the name? The main name of Hashem is Havaya. Hashem of Vofke. The concept, the explanation is The best advice To anybody who wants the fear of God to touch his heart And he wants to walk before Hashem with truthfulness And with innocence, with wholesomeness This is the way that the light of Hashem can dwell in him This is the way, this is the Eitz He's going to get back to the question soon she yasim beliboi. A person should think in his heart. She bevaday belisafik. There's no question, without a doubt, who tamed sichloy veliboi bchol tavoysof rak rak kol ayoyim shobchines A person should realize that constantly there's a part of him that's in Egypt, a part of him that is locked up and confined in Egypt. His mind, his heart, his addictions, his habits, instincts, a whole day are capable of craving things that are unhealthy, unwholesome, destructive, because he's in Egypt. He should realize that. (laughs) Don't deny it, don't repress it. Don't try to think that the way you're gonna to connect to God is because you don't have any issues. You don't have any baggage. He says That's not gonna be the derich. The derich is to realize that all day, twenty-four hours a day, with any trigger, somebody looks at you the wrong way in work, yeah, somebody sends you the wrong text. Yeah, it's all there. With one trigger, all the issues all the issues emerge. Why? If it can happen with a trigger it means it was there. <laughs> it means it was just waiting, it's not even a beer that was hibernating in a cave it's not hibernating, it's out there if with one trigger any moment of the day you can get zapped into anger or depression or despair or sadness or melancholy or, or frustration or whatever it is that means that a whole day you're in Egypt once you realize this that like you really realize it and therefore you're not surprised. <laughs> you shouldn't get upset. <laughs> this itself can get put you in a depression. Fine, so you're a piece of garbage. You're dirty. You're dirty. You accept that you're dirty. No. He should tell himself, It's true. I can't expect anything else. In a moment's notice, I can end up in the spiritual, psychological, emotional abyss. Why should? He, why is he surprised? Why shouldn't it be this way? all the layers that exist in the person, whether it's his body, his yetzohar, his animal soul, his trauma, whatever you want to call it today, or whatever names you want to call it, why shouldn't it be this way? Why does he expect anything else? Ah. However, there's something else. The posik says. In Parshas Hashinu, he chelak Hashem Amay. His nation is a part of Hashem. Yaakov so chevel nachalasa. Yaakov is the rope of his inheritance. So he says chelik elikam The Jew is also a chelik Is a soul that's a piece of Hashem kevayochel. A fragment of elikam mamish. Like he says in Tanya, the nefesh Hashem is beisrul is a chelik elikam mal mamish. A love esanafshe. And to him, to Aleikah, which I'm part of, I lift up my soul. And in him, I desire with his mitzvahs and his laws and to connect in his Torah. Even if the person really doesn't have a way of understanding him at all, he has no way of grasping the divine. He doesn't know, he doesn't have to know a reason for the Ru'usa deliber. Ru'usa deliber means the Rots and Halev. Ru'usa in Aramaic means will, desire, passion. Lib is the heart. He doesn't even know a reason for the passion that he has in his heart. You know why? It's actually not his own. It's not coming because of his bright intelligence. Not because of his righteousness. The mitzvah is that he is a piece of Elikus. And since he's a piece of Elikus, he's a piece of godliness, so every single moment he craves to connect to the source from which he was taken. When you say Chelek apart, we don't mean physically It's a concept. Just like you'll say a child is part of a mother. Child doesn't mean that it means that the child essentially begins with the father and mother, with the seed, with the egg, and then the child becomes something separate. But because it's essentially one, the child always has a relationship with parents. So he says, (laughs) but in him. So it's not the shot that he's righteous or he's brilliant or he understands. The Mitziyah is that there's a major, the core of him is divine, so it craves to go back to its source, to be one with its source. The Kashe Yasim and Kol When a person realizes all of this, which, what's all of this? Both of these components. Not to be surprised by the fact that there's a part of me that at any moment can end up in Mitzrayim. Why? Why not? Why not? Why should I expect otherwise? There's a bunch of issues, my external layers, a whole day, that's where they are, and therefore any moment they could be zapped into that. On the other level, a person should realize it's completely not a contradiction to the fact that he's a chelik eleka mimal he's a piece of Hashem, and therefore he remains connected, and he has a re'usad li'bar, he may not even understand anything about Hashem, and he doesn't even know the reason. Why? But that's the fact that he has a rus of as a Ratzin, and it's not his own. It's not because of his genius or because of his righteousness. It's because of the al Lekosin. And when he realizes all of this, de sarusa de The arousal from below creates an arousal from above. The emotion that a person has triggers kevayachal, by That Hashem's love to the Jewish people gets triggered even if he finds no reason why he should love this particular person or these people it's completely irrelevant just like by the person he says I don't have to understand why I love God I don't need it to make sense because if he tries to make sense, the paradoxes are too much. One minute he's a basket case, one minute he seems filthy and lowly, and he's in there. Anybody relates to this? One minute he's mummerish in the head, and suddenly another minute you're talking to him about God. Come on, decide who you are and stop with all these lies and paradoxes. Other dubis dust, other dust. So some people deny that this ever happens to them. They have to repress it. They have to crush it. No, it's not me. So their whole life they're busy convincing themselves that everything they're feeling is not real, and it's just having a bad day, they didn't eat, they ate too much this. In other words, they're spending most of the time denying what exists. So he says, no, if you can accept that, and accept that that's very real, and accept that with that very moment, and in that very relationship, and in that very reality, you're also a shticklelokos. And that's where you have a of the liba, it doesn't have to make sense to you. If you'll start with your rationale, you have all the reasons to be down, you have all the reasons to be dirty, you have all the reasons to be moral. But what should you do? God put himself into you. So there's a part of you that craves truth, craves God. So he says, what that does, Hashem, is the same thing. Your love to Him doesn't have to be al-piseichel, so His love to you doesn't have to be al-piseichel. The says, "If my love is motivated by a reason, his love is also for that reason. Is also by a reason." The face you show the water is the face the water shows back to you. The face I show, the mirror, the mirror reflects back to me. So the love that I show to Hashem or to the other person is the love that I receive back. So when my love is based on a reason, so the love in return is also based on a reason. When I realize the love doesn't have to have a reason, it doesn't have to be rational, I can have a lot of questions on it, but it is, I bring out the same type of love. I love this Jew for no reason, I just love him. You know why? Because we're one. This is what we mean whenever we say Hashem is the God of Avram. This Avoid is not coming from the human being's profound perception, because actually no thought can grasp him. So once you're relying on Das or Seichel, no thought can actually grasp his reality and say, Ah, I get it. This is the state of Avram who represented absolute love. It doesn't have to be mathematical. So Alekei Avram means the God of Avram. The I connect through Avram beyond Seichel. It's an Avol and because I have a Chelak Mal and that's why his love to me is the same love. It's reflected of it's reflects my love. When it says in Chumash <laughs> But Hashem, pokad is Sarah. The first time it says pokad, he remembered Sarah. So when it says, when by, by, by Moshe, after he asks Hashem for his name, Hashem says, go gather the Jewish people and tell them, Hashem appeared to me, and he said, to I remember you. To and Hashem says, Vishamu They'll listen to you. So Rashi says, why well, are they going to listen to you? They already heard from Yaakov and Yosef, that the one who's going to redeem them is going to use the word, Pocot because when Yaakov passed away, he said, Alekim Hashem will remember you. When Yosef passed away, he said, Pocot Alekim Eschem, Valisim Hashem will remember you, and take out my bones. So when Jews had a simon, when they hear Pocot I remember, they know, oh, this is good. Yaakov said it, Yosef said it. If Moshe is going to come and say, pocket, <laughs> you can have, if Yaakov knows it, and Yosef knows it, and all the Jews know it, so there could be a who also knows it. <laughs> right? <laughs> like the old question. You don't blow shofar every to confuse the satan. Everybody knows we don't blow shofar to confuse the satan. The only one who doesn't know is the satan. He hasn't figured it out a few thousand years. He, he really he can't look in the calendar and see when Rosh Hashanah is. He really thinks, what well, with Tisha above now? It's to Tevis. Who are you fooling here? Okay, he needs Pshat. You're, we say he's confusing the Satan. Who's the Satan? He's such an idiot. Everybody knows, all the Jews know. You say pocket Pakadati, it's a good sign. So you got a charlatan who learns pocket Pekadati, right? You know the people sometimes who collect and they're not honest. They learn a few key phrases. You know, they give the brachas and shuls. They go around. Some of them are Jewish even. You learn the phrases. You learn the phrases and you're in segate that Big deal. Moshe could have gone and learned pocket pachadati. The pocket pakadati, that's it. Two words. How hard is it? The Altirebbe says no. It doesn't mean the words. Pakad pakaditi is a message. Vashem pakad asara. Hashem remembered Sarah. Sheol lemaylam machshava Some correct this to be In The haaris it's for some Lamailam Lemaylam machshava umepchines seichel. das. Avulze ene irakrit zoynei vecheshik blita. Pakoid pakadati means I remember you. Vashem pakad asara. Hashem remembered Sarah. She had a baby at the age of ninety. It's not exactly rational to have a baby it represents a type of connection that is not necessarily rational it doesn't have to make sense this is what I want this is what I want, this is who I am so you'll say why, why (laughs) explain it to me you'll say why, you'll have a reason, you don't have a reason this is who I am, this is what I want so you'll say yeah but yesterday you were like this, it doesn't make sense good questions but this is who I am. A Jew is a chile al mimal. I, 10 minutes ago, I, yesterday, he has... The, he says, I know. We know about everything else in you. That's not a chiddish. Learn to expect it and even honor the fact that it exists in you. But understand, it's a completely not a contradiction to the fact that you have a rotzen that's completely beyond the time. This is who you are. Hayabi this is the khalal that Jews had. They heard it from Yosef. <speaking in Hebrew> They're going to be redeemed from the dimension of pocket <speaking in Hebrew> bekadati. In other words, it wasn't the words pocket <speaking in Hebrew> They had the Yosef. They told that this this is God's what's going to allow them to be liberated, because without this, they'll look at themselves and they'll say, "We're slaves. We meant, we're meant to be slaves." This is what happens constantly. Person looks in the mirror. And says, I'm meant to be miserable. (laughs) I'm meant to be a slave. Vaharaya, and you have probably three thousand stories to back it up. Right? With your background and your situation and everything you went through. Well, you're not a slave, you're a free person. Was this a joke? (laughs) Were you joking? What do they say? They say the rabbi and the priest and the minister walked into a bar. So the bartender looked at him and said, What's this, a joke? <laughs> right? So you come in and you decided you're going to liberate yourself. You're joking. You know it. When things go down south, when things go bad, so, oh, this is already expected failing. Of course, my life is not supposed to work. My life is not supposed to work. If it works, it's a hitter. Sometimes you see somebody and surely he looks happy. You want to know what he's on. If he's miserable, Baruch Hashem, you're miserable. Let's be miserable together. My life is not supposed to work. I'm not supposed to be successful. I'm not supposed to have a good marriage. I'm not supposed to have a relationship with my children. I'm not supposed to have Archav. I'm not supposed to be powerful. I'm not supposed to be gorgeous. I'm not supposed to be potent. I'm not supposed to be successful. Not me. I'm supposed to be a slave. <stammering acoustics> what was the statement that Yosef told them? What's poket pokadati? Vashem poket asara. It's the concept of pakoid is remembering, that comes to Avram and sara, alikei Avram, out of absolute love, that's beyond any rational calculation. unconditional love. Unconditional love, beautiful. You've been at the shiurim long enough. Very good. You're learning. You're learning. This is the salaya pashut. Salaya Pashut. So when Moshe says, Hashem appeared to me, it's not a question if you believe the guy is honest or not honest. The pshat is to internalize it. To be A person could say, I'm a shliach of Hashem, you could believe him, but it doesn't do anything to you. You don't find God in his words. That's the word. because he's coming with Das and Asaga. Avram. <laughs> Moshe says, Hashem says, <laughs> That's what they needed. Stop coming from Raya's and Das and Hasaga, it wouldn't work. What it comes from is that they realize that a it doesn't have to fit in in a perfect puzzle and everything makes sense and rational. So the person could accept the fact and make place for the fact that right now, if I'm just looking at one part of myself, I am absolutely in Egypt and I'm going to stay there. And it's going to come back an hour later and a day later and I shouldn't expect anything else. Don't try to repress it. Don't try to deny it. You know why? Because if you try to deny it and repress it, all you're doing is you're causing it to emerge in different places. It leaks out here and it leaks out there. And you have to invest most of your energy in making believe that it doesn't exist. Or you have to invest most of your energy in eliminating the pain from the fact that this does exist. And it's so painful, and you have to numb the pain. But what if you can accept it? And you can accept it with all the pain. I'm in Egypt. I don't have to deny it. I don't have to repress it. I don't have to distract myself from the pain. And I also don't need this to turn me into a slave. Because that very moment is a Reus of Liban, not because I'm a Chachim, not because I'm a tzaddik, not, not because I'm refined, not because I understand, not because I'm righteous, because I'm a piece of God. That's the, I'm a piece of Him. The piece of Him and every piece goes back to its Shodesh. It wants its Shodesh. And both exist simultaneously. That's what Yaakov and Yosef told them, this is going to be your Gula. And that's the key words, Pocot, Hashem said they'll hear that message They'll know, they'll hear godliness. They'll be able to connect to it. They'll be able to relate to it. He's talking here about the spiritual Gulas Mitzrayim, which always comes together with the physical Gulas Mitzrayim. So when he says, what's your name? Hashem says, tell them, What's Havaya? Havaya is yud hei vav hei, which means... Yahava, he creates from the word Hoya, Hoyva. Yahava, yeah, he brings. Mahava, Mahava. Havaya is Mahava. The word Hoya, existence. He brings existence into the world. Shemahava kala ilamas. Havaya ex- brings existence. It makes all the worlds be. It gives being and existence to all the worlds. Machvas shemasigim sheyash sharsham omizbatlem in so what's the havon of avaya? Avaya is when, when, every creature in the world comprehends; it has a source, it has a creator, and it's it nullifies itself in the presence of its creator. That's what avaya is. Avol eka hula meilim Alef hey yud is therefore not avaya. He doesn't say shema. Shema is the understanding and the awareness that a person has that the whole world is divine. The challenge is, this is all very nice, but when the person is in Gulas Mitzrayim, he sees nothing as divine. All he sees is filth and dirt and slavery and subjugation and problems. So when Moshe says, they're going to ask me, what's his name? How do we relate to this God? You start talking to them about Yutkevovke, Vavke redefining their perspective on themselves and existence, it may not be able to go in. What they need to hear is pocket Pakadati. What is that name? That name is Aleph Hay. Eke asher eke. I am there with you. Like Rashi says, Eke asher What's Rashi's lesson? zois. Eye I know you're in the dumps and I'm there with you. Just said, Eye, I'm there. Eye, I will be there with you. I'm there. That's all I ask. You should just know in there, I'm there with you. And therefore, at any moment, you could come up. As the Balatanya says when a person realizes and starts behaving this way, who taken the This is how you Everything connected to the bris. All challenges in this area. Why? Lufian Shuva who Apolois or Adam What is tshuva? Tshuva means return. We are returning. Every person has a shayrish. You have a home. This is where you belong. When you're thrown away from it, you fall away from it, you become detached from yourself, from your true self. How does that happen? That's essentially what a life of... Dysfunction is a life of sin, a life that's unhealthy, a life of deception... And especially it happens in Pagambris. Pagambris are the intimate parts of life which have tremendous, tremendous uh, powers and appeals. And a person over there could get so stuck in momentary distractions that give them pleasure. And that's what we do to numb our pain that we're separated. When I'm separated from myself, it's very painful. So what do I do? I need numbers. So you have a number called food. You have a number called alcohol. Not the one here on the table by the Chavdala Tevas, but the concept. You have numbers called Gamble. You have a lot of numbers. I'm not going to go uh, I'm not going to go through every single number. The biggest number is issues that are connected to the bris. Because of its power. In kedusha. therefore it also has a power of numbness. So what does it do? It more and more detaches the person from themselves. What's Tshuva? you got to bring back the source to, the soul to the source. Here's the issue. When a person for years has become completely separated from their core through blemishing the bris, you talk to them about returning, they don't even know where to begin. They're so far, they have become such victims to this particular addiction, they don't even know where to begin. So, therefore, he says the whole thing, they all give up on themselves. It just never happens. They run here, they run there, they run to this place, that place, this cave, this tikkun, this tilun. They have zgulas, zgulas, zgulas. Every zgula makes them more meyuish. Why does it make them more meyuish? Because you're not dealing with the core. He says, <laughs> If you can internalize this maimer, lo yipil hanoifil the Neufel will never fall he's not coming and explaining reasonably and rationally that he's a good holy person he can accept he can accept all the pieces, all the negativity all the lowliness he still has rehuset libba; it's not his. As long as it has to be his, then who am I? I'm this, I'm this, I'm a noifel, I'm not a noifel. The fact that he can accept that Hashem put into him rehuset libba it's like almost he says, you know, I would love to sin, a <laughs> I would love to be not Jewish. It would be an amazing experience. I get it. I can accept that. no shalay it's not his. God planted himself into him. This is Vedailah Maven. When a person could realize this, he'll realize he was never a Nifal. If he's stuck looking only at himself, Avadi is a knife. If he understands that where does Jewishness begin? It begins in the Ru'usa the Liba. It begins in the pocket Pakadati. It begins in the Eish Lachani aleichem. Accept everything that exists in you. Vanish Nispole. Don't lie. Don't deny. Don't run create a container for it and realize that there's something inside of you that is larger than all of that. And that's the ultimate tikkun, and that's why it begins in Parsha Shmois, which begins the Gulas Mitzrayim, how? Through the words, shmoy, What's the name? The name is Eka I'll tell you a story about the Bala Elulah that's uh, connected with this theme. When you hear the story at first glance, it seems a little it, like what's the point. But really, the, the point is a profound point. There was somebody once sitting in front of the Tzamach Tzedek. Tzedek. was the grandson of the Balatanya, his daughter's son, Rebbe of Lubavitch, whose mother was a daughter of the Balatanya, Rebbe Zendweirele. She died for her father. She died very young for her father. And somebody was sitting in front of the tzemach Tzedek and he said he wants to tell him a story about his Zayda. About the Balatanya. So he says that there was once a Jew who wanted to give the Balatanya a gift. So what did he give him? He gave him a silver Nepushka for A silver snuff tobacco box. And it was kesef tsaruf. It was beautiful, refined, expensive, pure silver, and it was made for tobacco to be able to, you know, to shmeck tabak. You know <clears throat> what Jews do Yom Kippur, Shabbos afternoon, to ta- tabak. So the Alter Rebbe takes it from him, and he says afterwards. He says in Yiddish, he says, mm-hmm. "Sedo aver in guv versus nishkin bal there's one limb in the whole body that's innocent. The nose. The nose doesn't have major addictions. Nobody ever comes to Shulon and says, last night I sinned with my nose, it was amazing. The <laughs> eyes, the ears, mouth, there's other parts of the guf. The, the nose is mer uh, yeah, And there's a reason for it. It's brought in Kabbalah, the Bnei Soscha says, because in the Chet Tzadas it says that Chava, she saw the fruit, so the eyes, she listened to the snake, so the ears. Yeah. She took the fruit. So touch. She tasted it. Doesn't say she smelled it. So the chush remains from prietzados. That's why Mitsai Shabbos. We go out to the weekdays from Shabbos through smell through psalm. That's why you'll see that the nose is not too corruptible. I mean, if you really try, you could uh, you could get involved with your nose also. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start giving you ideas, but. Uh, <laughs> But if you're desperate, there's things you could do with your nose also. Some interesting things too. But uh, naturally it's a Bal Tal you said there's one Ava, there's one limb, What if we gonna start smelling? He's gonna start dealing with Shmechtapak. So he tells us so Yezeda took the cover of the of the box at Abgebrach in the deckel, he broke off the cover. And he used it as a mirror for his tefillin shorosh to be able to make sure that it's between his eyes. That's the story. So the Tzermach Tzedek interrupted this man when he said Yedzeidah at obgebrochen Yedzeidah broke the cover. The Tzedek said I'll say in Yiddish The zayda Tzedek is nish given shayich tzobrechen. Nish tzich u zweiten tatzveten afilo nish tatdoimim. My grandfather wasn't capable of breaking. Not himself, not other people. And not even a box, a silver box, a silver object, a lifeless object. Elamai, the box probably had a hinge. The hinge connected the cover, the lid, to the box. So the zayde hat arizgenu me He took out the thread, the hinge that connected the two, so they were separated, so he could use it for a mirror. That's the mice. Guy was the poor guy was telling a story. A stupid shmek tabak box. The broke off, big deal. It's not an issue of Baltashkis. He didn't stom destroy it, he used it for fill it. So it's not a problem of Baltashkis. He broke it in in Hilcha Shabbos you have Mikalkal <coughs> Almanas Losakin. It has a Kavona of Tikun. Soys Almanas livnes. It's used for a productive yeah. purpose. So what's the problem? And then he starts giving a whole mice. He didn't break himself. He didn't break others. Who's talking about breaking himself? He's talking about a tobacco box. Yeah. So the Rebbe, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, once told over the story Chavdal Tevis taket time Chavdal Tevis, and he was Maz the ma'ase. The said, "There's a story. Has something will say something very profound? What's tefillin? <laughs> What's tefillin? If you look at and Simon Siman or it says when you put on tefillin, you have to have kavana. What's the kavana of tefillin?" Shibud Halev and Shibud Hamayach. Remember from Yerba mitzvah. Shibud Halev. You put tefillin on your arm. You dedicate your heart to Hashem. You put tefillin on your head. You dedicate your mind. Shibud Halev, Shibud Hamayach. How do you make somebody subjugate? Shibud. Shibud means avegeb, Aveklegen to subjugate. Avdus, Shibud. Shibud Aguf. But shibud, shibud aleva amayach, dedication of heart and mind to Hashem, how do you do it? Of course, it has to come through breaking. You have to break the person. The person has to break himself. You have to break your nature, break your character, break your personality. And then you could become a godly person. If you remain who you are, you'll be a pet of adam abeim. So the Tzamach said that Zayd is Not himself and not others. People who break themselves have to break everybody else too. People who don't break themselves, they don't break others too. Not even a who wouldn't even break a box. Elamai, sometimes you have a hinge (laughs) that connects you to something and therefore you can't fly. What you have to do is you have to separate the cord that you should be able to soar and you shouldn't remain stuck and bound in shackles to the things that are connecting you. That's not called breaking. That's called liberating yourself. It's never about shvira. It's never about breaking. The moment you hear Yiddishkeit that breaks you, it's not Yiddishkeit. If if you come out of a conversation with a teacher, with a parent, with a Rebbe, you come out of a conversation and you feel broken, you feel damaged, That's not Judaism. Ah, Yiddish guy challenges you. It's not to break. You want to remove the thread that's holding you down and not letting you be free that you should be able to turn it into tefillin. So even tefillin with the Shibad Alev HaMayich, it doesn't come through Shemir. It comes by understanding that sometimes if I don't challenge myself, Myself is not myself. I'm completely bound up in chains to something. So you have to remove the hinges to be able to free yourself up. Like a like a a, a, a bird, its wings are tied. Its wings are clipped. You have to untie. You have to remove the bondage so that, that the bird can soar. You're breaking it, or you're actually liberating it. You're freeing it. That's why he said, The zayd is Nishkeven Shayich. The Yesoid, one of the Yisoyedists of teachings of the Baal Shem teaching of the Balatanya is that in Yiddish guide there's never Shvir. There's no breaking. You never break. You don't break yourself. You don't break your spouse. You don't break your children. You don't break. You don't have to break people. On the contrary. You make people wholesome. You make them realize their wholesomeness. Sometimes, what you see in svarim, will use the word shvira. What is it? It's not to break. It's to remove the chut ha-mekasher so that the person, uh, the person should be able to, uh, the person should be able to soar. The person should be able to fly. L'chaim, l'chaim, l'chaim. Hey wait sama sama he was going to this mind he was asking how do they how can i communicate to them the experience of Hashem? the experience of all that wasn't a question of science understand you get know what i'm saying how do i experience how do i convey to them the experience of Hashem? experience not the information they'll believe me I'm a great yes. I'm a great scholar how do I liberate them how do I liberate them so I understand that but it's, it's a simple thing these days Like for example someone might look at me and be like you don't wear the dogs and how could you have anything to do with Hashem and it's like a, it's a thought from the outside. Okay, so but I can't, that's a emotion. Fine, that's a person judging you, but they want it for themselves. Really Shmoy. Oh, they asked him. Personally. Yeah, that's why he came back to Hashem. Gonna, they yeah, well, oh, okay. he was imagining. They're gonna want to know. We, we, I'm looking for the name. You say, what's his name? Cause I want to identify him. I want to be able to, to know him. Shmoy, the name is how we know somebody. Hmm. Right. If I don't know a name, how do, how do I relate to him? We relate to people through the name. Tell me his name, I want to be able to relate to him. He's explaining it on a spiritual level. Not that they were not that he was scared they're gonna think he's a liar, that he's just making up a story. That's for Pshat. he's going on a deeper level. They knew, he's an honest man, they, weren't, they wouldn't doubt Marsham. They also knew who he was, his brother was Aaron, his father was Amram, he didn't come from a vacuum. But This <laughs> he say the other point, um, Then if like he knows, that's a separate thing. That's, a, not, okay. that's, a separate that's not. That's a separate thing. That's that a, said he's not worthy. He's not worthy. That's a, that, that was more. I don't want to do this job. So that's okay. not for me. Yeah, that's okay. already a set. This is not about him. This okay. is about them. They're gonna say yeah, we can't relate to you. You're so not God's like, messenger for us. You may be God's messenger, but not for me. You can't be okay. my Rebbe can't be my Rebbe. You don't have a message from me. You're a good guy. You're a holy guy. But uh, the hostage with you don't have anything with me. So it was altruistic. it's like altruistic. Yeah. He was like, okay, I want to help It's a me. whole different var. This class is brought to you by theyeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.